Today's Leading Women episode 589 with the wonderful Edwina Wright. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes. Did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing. Talking to wonderful women every day here at Today's Leading Women. Want to learn how I did? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Edwina Wright. Edwina Wright is the founder and CEO of Clean Up Your Botanical Body Products. She is a proponent of the wellness lifestyle and a lover of all things natural. Edwina committed to using only plant-based ingredients in her Clean Up Your Bath and Body Products after discovering that your skin quickly absorbs whatever you apply to it directly into your bloodstream. Their motto, use Clean Up Your for clean skin from the, ins- from the outside in. To learn more, visit www.cleanupure.com. That's C-L-E-N-A-P-U-R-E.com. Again, that's www.cleanupure.com. Women of the world, Miss Edwina Wright. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Marie. I appreciate the opportunity. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Edwina, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Clean Up Your. Love that name as well. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Okay, I'll tell you how I got started. And um, I was actually working in corporate America doing sales in a totally different industry. But I moved from one city to another to take a job in a different city. But the city that I moved in prior to making the move, I attended a women's expo. And there was a woman there selling her own handmade soaps. I purchased some of the soaps. And when I moved to the other city, I used the soaps up there. I loved the way they felt on my skin. I I loved the way that they smelled. And I searched stores here and tried to find soaps that are like that. Couldn't find them. So I just did some research and found out how to make them myself. So I started selling these soaps to family and friends. And I wanted to bring more soaps to market. And doing research on how to scent soaps I discovered that there was a stark difference between a chemically based fragrance oil versus a plant based essential oil. And I also, as you mentioned in my introduction, I discovered that the skin 
absorbs whatever you apply to it into your bloodstream. So that's when I committed to using only natural plant-based ingredients. And that's how my business got started. So anyone else may start a business uh, based on a hunch like, like I had or something that you have a genuine interest in, something that you're fond of, because that will hold your interest during the the lean times or when things aren't moving or progressing along as quickly as you want to. Your love and your passion for whatever it is that you started a business in, I really believe that that's what's going to keep you moving forward and, and not give up. Yes, I love your story. What an inspiring story that one is. And that has been a theme here at Today's Lean Women because more often this idea usually comes about from not finding that thing that we want. So for example, with you, you found this and experienced this great soap and you, when you came back to your place, you can't find it. But you end up, instead of uh, just being frustrated by, by not finding it, you end up going out there and making it yourself and now making it available to others as well. So what a beautiful story. And thanks for sharing that one because that is so inspiring to all of us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? What continues to inspire me is, I'll just tell you, when I'm I'm in some stores here, a couple of major grocery stores locations here. And so I go into the stores and I'm also in some health food stores. They allow me to come in and demo my products, of course, to market and um, advertise my product. So when I'm in the stores demoing, I really enjoy sharing with customers health and wellness tips, uh, informing them to be cognizant of not only what they put on their bodies, but what they put in their bodies. For example, I make my own green smoothies at home. So being able to share with customers um, the importance of adapting a more healthy lifestyle that's really what keeps me going. And then uh, me loving all things natural and using only natural ingredients. I am right in my zone. I, I'm you know, doing exactly what I love to do. So that's what keeps me moving forward because I've had several customers explain to me things that they've even, I don't profess to be a doctor, but because I know about the benefits of some of the herbs and essential oils that I use, I will share with them my knowledge. For example, uh, I had a customer who told me the other day that she was having stomach problems. And I said, well, go home and have a cup of a strong cup of chamomile tea, because I know that chamomile tea has um, it fights. Um, oh, gosh, I can't even think of the word, but it definitely helps to fight things like, you know, upset stomachs and um, arthritis. So I'll share those types of tips with my customers. And that's what keeps me going. Just loving what I do and, and helping to make people's lives better. Yes, I mean, nothing is really inspiring than making other people's lives better because of what we do and because of what we're putting out there. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Well, for me personally, I think that your word is your bond. If you say you're going to do something, you need to make that happen. Even if, you know, sometimes going through the day, our planned day doesn't always go exactly as we planned. But you've got to, if you told a customer you were going to do something, you need to make sure you do that because your word is your bond. And speaking of planning out your day, 
I really had to learn to prioritize and do only what was necessary for that particular day. We all create to-do lists, but sometimes when you look at those to-do lists, they're kind of unrealistic because we've got 20, 25 items that we know we need to do, but which ones do we, that we know we'd like to do, I should say, but kind of distill it down and maybe put three or four items on that to-do list for that particular day that you know you need to do, and then the rest can wait until the next day. And then I also believe that what I do, again, is helping others. So that's one of my traits is me being able to share with people health and wellness and, again, help them make their lives better. So your word is your bond. Prioritize to not overwhelm yourself and really believe in what you do. If it's helpful to others, it, you'll be a success. All right. So that's uh, your word is your bond, being able to prioritize and uh, being uh, helpful or being of service to others with what you do. Great personal qualities here that uh, Edwina just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate them and adapt these traits into our lives. All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges, it takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Well, I think speaking of women, we need to learn to say no because you can't be everything to everyone. I'll use an example of, um, of course, with my products being as wonderful as they are and everyone needs my types of pro my type of products. So I had to learn to say, no, I will not give another free gift basket of, you know, my products because I'm in business, of course, to make business. I don't mind. Uh, helping out, but I had to limit that to just one per month. Otherwise, you don't make money by just giving away the house. And then the second one is kind of piggybacks on what I just mentioned, creating realistic to-do lists and not overwhelming myself by putting 15 or 20 items on there. Limit it to three or four tasks that you know you need to complete that day. And then the third one, and I'm still learning this because, you know, Clean Appear is my baby, from start to finish, I need to learn to delegate to delegate some of the tasks that I have to do and um, and be able to trust those that I have helping me to do exactly what I need for them to do. And if they don't do something, you know, exactly the way I need to, then it's my responsibility to coach them and say, OK, that was a great job, but let's try uh, try, try this approach or next time. Can we do it a little differently so that it is definitely done in a successful manner. Mm, great lessons in those challenges. And I'm sure we all can relate to this. Learning to say no and not giving the business away for free, limiting the tasks for the day, learning to delegate. Oh, this is huge. And I have to learn this one the hard way. I mean, I was 
I didn't realize that, oh, if I have to start all over again, that will be the first thing that I will strive to do, be, be able to delegate other tasks that can free, yeah, free me from uh, for doing other things that are you know, really important or are really my strength, for example. So learning to delegate is a huge uh, challenge, but here we are. We, are able, we, can, we can do this. And, and I'm sure for our listeners out there who are just starting out, this may be something that you you don't want to, you, you'll be hesitant in doing in the, in the beginning. But I really encourage you to learn how to delegate and outsource other tasks that other people can do for you so that that can free up some of your time to the things that you enjoy doing. Great lessons there. Now, let's talk about uh, work-life balance because being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business. Okay. Well, I'll start by saying that as far as health is concerned, I finally began and, and maintain, I am now maintaining a daily workout regimen. And at, at least five days a week, I'd like to work out. So that includes running and, of course, lifting weights. But I have to make sure that I get it done in the morning because if I don't get it done first thing in the morning, then I'm not going to get it done. Chances are. So start out in the morning because, you know, you can have a successful business, but if your body is unhealthy, you're not going to be there to run that business. You're not going to be there to continue serving your customers. You're not going to be there to help your family. So take care of your health first. And that my way of doing that is ensuring that I work out on a daily basis or at least five days a week. The second thing is as far as your business goes, Get the difficult or unpleasant tasks done early in the day. You know, by nature, I'm a creative person. I love colors. I love creating things. I love, you know, getting in the kitchen, trying out new products that I'd like to bring to market one day. So that's what I would rather do. But I know I also have to maintain my books. So I just have to make myself sit down at my desk in my office and get in front of my books and make sure that my finances are flowing like they want to. So that may not be the fun part, but it's a necessary component of my business. Then after I'm done with that, I can go and have fun and get into my creative zone. And as far as family, I think we're all so busy that you have to, on purpose, choose to spend time with your family and set aside maybe a day that you may have family movie night just for the sake of family and creating that bond amongst family members. So that's very important. You have to on purpose choose to spend time with your family. Mm, love your perspective on this work-life balance and those tips that you shared with us. I'm really uh, grateful too that you shared about your routines, maintaining a daily workout regimen and getting it done first thing in the morning. I have to, to do this myself too, because I know when I don't, when I can't get it done in the morning, everything's going to get in the way during the day. So it's really important and it's a, a routine. It has to be a ritual for you to be able to stick with it. And I know 
there are days when I don't feel like doing it, but I know when I get, when I do it, I feel awful during the day. So make sure to put that regimen, that uh, the ritual in the morning, first thing in the morning that includes your workout time for yourself to make yourself strong because. You know, if we don't have, we don't, we don't have our health. We won't be able to build this business that we are passionate about doing in the first place. It's really important to put that time and commitment to yourself. Getting your important, yes, and love also the way the one that you said about getting your important task done in the morning as well. I mean, your books, for example. Oh, so I have this routine myself too because I found out myself that. Those things that are very important, that are needle movers, as they said, sometimes I tend to procrastinate those because I know it takes, it will take up a lot of my time and energy. So now I have to make that commitment to myself that, okay, whether I like it or not, this has to get done. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. And then of course, setting aside family times, for example, movie dates with your family, uh, movie date with your husband or with your spouse, really putting those aside, putting them on your calendar and really consciously and deliberately doing that. Because I know that will be the, sometimes that will be the last thing that on our calendar because, uh, we are. Uh, we have so many things that we want to do for our business, but it's really important to carve out that time as well. Absolutely. You have to because, you know, a healthy family is a happy family. And I think the health of a family has a lot to do, and the happiness in a family has a lot to do with the bonds you create with one another and, and spending time with one another and just having fun. Fun equals health. I think on on all fronts, fun equals health. If you're having fun, you're going to be healthy. Yes, I love that. Fun equals health. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, what I truly believe that what truly matters are our relationships, our connections. Of You know, we are building a business to be able to have that time and freedom to enjoy with the people that we care about. So, and it's so hard to see that one firsthand and it's so hard to prioritize that one. But when it, when you reflect uh, upon it, really, we are doing this for, to be able to have that, uh, that relationships and connections and spend time with them. Right. So you have to be careful to not allow your business to become an, a, not a stumbling block, but to really get in the way of you doing what you started the business on purpose to do, which is to have more time for you <laughs> up and spend time with your family. So is uh, they almost become, um, you know, a block to each other, but you just have to on purpose, as I said, make it happen, set aside that time. On purpose. Absolutely. All right. Let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? You know, it's it's funny that you should should say that success, and of course, a lot of us measure success by our finances, but I think... As far as my finances go with my success, 
I think that the real measure of success is being financially secure and sound enough so that you can afford to help others and give back in some way, whether that's through a charity or even with your time. Do you have enough time and not just financial resources, but do you have enough time resources to possibly speak to a class of students who um, may need someone to guide them and, and teach them lessons, life lessons on what you did as an entrepreneur to become successful. You may plant seeds early on in their lives that could start them to thinking um, and what what the life of an entrepreneur would be like for them or just you may plant some kind of seed in them that could get them off the wrong road, you know. So I think being successful is of course, being financially successful enough so that you can give into other people's lives and also give back in other ways beyond being financially successful. Yes, absolutely. I mean, being able to, being financially secured and sound enough to be able to give back, I truly believe that's the, the true essence of success. Being able to transcend more than just uh, for ourselves, but being able to share that one, contribute in uh, in any way, even whether it be time or monetary equivalent, you are able to contribute it to others. That is, I think, the true essence of success. You know, what truly fulfills us is knowing that we are able to contribute it in one way, shape, or form because of what we do. Absolutely love that perspective you have there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? The first one I would say is you have to know your industry, whichever type of business you'd like to start, whatever that business is, whether it's a product or service, you really need to know that industry so that you can go into that business with um, some type of plan to be successful in that industry. Know who your competitors are. What are they doing? Study and research that out so that you can set yourself apart. Because for me, there are tons of bath and body care products on the market out there. But I need I needed to do something to set myself apart. So what I do is, in addition to just talking to customers about the plant-based ingredients, I talk to them about just being cognizant of your, your overall health being cognizant of not only what you put on your skin, but in your body, because it does matter. You are what you eat and believe it or not, you are what you put on your skin. So know your industry. Also, this is something that I wish I had done from the very beginning. And that is create some type of board of advisors who can help you and give you um, their wisdom on how they have become a success in business, whether they're entrepreneurs or whether they're VPs of companies in corporate America. 
So a board of advisors will help you. And then another thing is just, and this is a part of having a board of advisors, but surround yourself with successful people. Um, I read a a saying one day, well, you can't soar with the eagles if you hang around turkeys. And that is so true. You know, you if you are around successful people, you're going to have a successful mindset. So know your industry, have a board of advisors, and surround yourself with successful people. That way you can't help but to be a success yourself. Mm, golden nuggets in those uh, tips that you shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to know your industry. This is really important, especially for our listeners out there who are just starting out. Really know everything that you need to know about your industry and beyond. Really important to have that knowledge. And nowadays, uh, we, it's really, uh, we have the resources that we can tap into to be able to research and know your industry really well. Second one is to create a board of advisors. Yes, I learned this one the hard way too. I mean, I always have started this early, but now you know. Uh, really important to have uh, those advisors that um, can help you, not only give you support, but inspire you and give you their advice on what's the best way to do things or how to deal with your business or something like that. Surrounding yourself with successful people, the third one, really important. And I know for most of us who are working from home with uh, alone it can be a lonely world out there and more often like myself I included a lot of us then grew up in an environment where we are surrounded with entrepreneurs for example so it's really important to put ourselves in that atmosphere of smart and successful people who are moving in the same direction as you who are or people who are who are uh, doing something that is close to what you're doing so for example if you're an entrepreneur we are all entrepreneurs surround yourself with people who are entrepreneurs so surround yourself with people that you can learn from those who have done what you want to achieve because you will learn a whole lot and I uh, I remember saying by Jim Rohn that you are the average of the five people you surround with so it's really important to surround yourself with successful people. Great tips here that we can all take action on today. So I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. And then something I want to add to that, don't, you know, this is a lot of advice and I don't think that there's any successful person out there that was able to do all of this right from the very beginning. You learn as you go along. You may not have a pool of Um, acquaintances that you can pull from to surround yourself with in the very beginning that you would consider successful people or someone that can actually help to give good sound wisdom and advice on how to establish yourself as an entrepreneur in your industry. But as you go along, you will meet those people. So don't be discouraged if you can't do all of this at the very beginning. I don't think I don't think anyone ever has been able to apply all of these tips from the very beginning. But as you move along and you continue in business, you'll meet people. You'll pick up more um, wisdom nuggets yourself. You'll become more successful in some areas versus other areas and the areas where you fall short. You'll meet people who can help you to become stronger in those areas. So Don't think that you have to do all of this from the very beginning. It can become very overwhelming thinking that you have to set all of this up at first. Um, Yeah, you, you just can't. But just keep going and it'll come in time. 
Yes, baby steps, small steps every day. Absolutely. All right, last but not the least, Edwina, share our listeners the one woman out there that you admire the most and why. I would have to, I would have to say Oprah Winfrey. You know, everyone knows her story. She came from meager beginnings. But I think from some of the comments that I've heard her make either – Uh, by seeing her in television interviews or by reading some of the articles that were written about her in uh, magazines. I remember her telling a story about how her grandmother uh, was ironing clothes and she told Oprah, I want you to, I think it was ironing clothes. And she told her, I want you to watch how I do this because you're going to be doing this one day. And she said on the inside, she thought to herself, Oh no, I'm not. So I think she, even though she came from meager beginnings, she knew there was something in her where she knew she was destined for greatness and she persisted over the years and now look at her. She is definitely one of the most admired women in the world, not just in our country, but in the world. So Oprah Winfrey is the woman that I would say that I admire very, very much. Yes, yeah, she really is an inspiration to all of us. So to Oprah for being an inspiration, to Edwina and to all of us here at Today's Indian Women, we salute you. Lastly, Edwina, share our listeners what's one big benefit they can get with your product or your service, where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Okay, what they can get from it is my my tagline is clean skin from the outside in. And of course, that comes from my knowledge of understanding that you absorb whatever you apply to your bloodstream quickly into your, I'm sorry, you apply, whatever you apply to your skin is quickly absorbed into your bloodstream. So you want to make sure you're using good, wholesome um, products that are made with good, wholesome ingredients. And that is clean and pure. And they can get my product from my website, which again is www.cleanapure.com. And cleanapure is spelled C-L-E-N-A-P-U-R-E.com. And there are also several um, grocery stores that are selling my products, but um, not on the national level yet. But for national levels, they can go to my website. All right, so that's www.cleanapure.com, C-L-A-N-A-P-U-R-E.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, cleanappure.com, and take advantage of this healthy products with healthy ingredients that Edwina herself uh, made for that is good for our skin and uh, realizing also that whatever we put in the skin, I know there's a huge movement uh, out nowadays out there about what we put in our skin that is being absorbed in our bloodstream. So be careful in what you're putting in your skin, what we apply in our skin, especially for us women, because we now know that the, whatever you put in your skin gets absorbed in your bloodstream. So knowing the ingredients, having the, and using the so products like Clean Up Pure that really contains the natural ingredients that uh, they have in them really helps you avoiding those uh, commercial or um, unhealthy ingredients that are in other uh, products, for example. So really encourage you to patronize and really if you want uh, a really natural health ingredient in what you use i highly encourage you to go to now at www.cleanappure.com that's c-l-e-n-a-p-u-r-e.com and for our international audiences how can they purchase this 
they can also go to my website because I do ship internationally. Oh, and also there you I'd go. like to let everyone know that they can also connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and especially on YouTube because I have several videos that I have put on my YouTube channel explaining the differences, for example, between essential oils versus fragrance oils. I explain the differences between foaming cleansers made with sulfates versus those that are sulfate free, uh, different information and helpful information and health tips are on my YouTube channel as well. All so right. Please, and yeah. yeah, and then they you can connect to her social media from the website www.cleanuppure.com. I highly encourage you to connect with her via social media, especially to you to her YouTube channel, so you can be educated on this health tips and the essential the difference between essential oils and fragrance oils. It's so important to be educated so that you can be empowered on what it is that you you put in your body that you what is that you use and um, so that you know so that you can be so you know when is it that's healthy for you and not and it's really important to be to get the, the right information and uh, edwina has those on her youtube channel and you can connect from her website cleanappear.com absolutely Edwina, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. And the same for you, Marie. Thank you so much for your interest in interviewing me. I, re- I appreciate the opportunity. Thinking of starting a podcast? Seriously consider starting a podcast of your own, remembering that it will allow you to grow in ways you never imagined. It will grow your email list, your audience, your influence, and your bank account. Go to podcastprofitsystem.com to get started. That's www.podcastprofitsystem.com. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.